Alright, hello everybody, welcome to You, Me, Them, everybody. Thanks for coming out, I appreciate it. I know, I know it's game six, and that means a lot to me that you people are here. If you don't know what game <laughs> six is, you haven't been listening to the show, I'm a giant Blackhawks fan, Merle can care less about all sports, and uh, our friendly bartender will be yelling out the score throughout the evening. Is that correct, sir? Alright, thank you for... <laughs> He's actually still listening to the game. Is it still 4-3? It's still 4-3. It's the second period. We are currently dating this podcast as we go. All right, so uh, I was going to do a little monologue, but there's no room on the stage, so I'm just going to talk to Merle. And uh, I am in a lot of dive bars, as apparently all of you are in dive bars, but I'm in dive bars way too much. And uh, there are two things that I noticed about dive bars. Uh, one, you got a lot of attractive people dressing like they're retarded in 1989, like Corky from that show that I don't remember the name of. Does anybody want to help? Life goes on. Why are you dressing like Corky from Life Goes On? Your beautiful people don't hide it up in giant sweats and neon sweatshirts. But most of the time, they're not giant. They're very slim fitting. They're not. No, based on the girl that was in here, beautiful girl. Really? Saturday night, just gorgeous girl, looked retarded. She didn't cinch it. Not cinched at, at all. No cinched hair down to her navel. Fine. Have long hair. It's beautiful. If you can pull it off, more power to you. You're beautiful people. Why are you dressing like that? You obviously have more money than $3 for a sweatshirt. It's a thrift store decision are by you sure? choice. Are you oh, I'm sure positive. I am positive. If these are $3 are free. No. That was not hand me down. If it's a I love you grandma shirt and you're 26 and you're wearing that, no. That's a choice you've decided to make. Stop doing that, pretty people. There's one reason to dress like a hipster and that's because you're already ugly, okay? But the problem with this is none of the uggos are dressing like this. It's all beautiful people. Let the uggos have their thrift store clothing. It's just not right. And the second... Thank you. Somebody was clapping to that. (laughs) I'm sorry that I'm starting this off so negatively, but with a compliment... You're preaching. Obviously not to the (laughs) choir because you're all in here and you could all be dressed a little bit better. That's all I'm saying. Y'all look good. Stop trying to hide it. What's wrong with form-fitting, okay? Just because it's in the thrift store doesn't mean it has to be triple XL and it has to have some neon in it. I'm just so angry. I don't know why. (laughs) That's fine. That's forgivable. I don't care about the dress. It's this... It's the smell... The smell drives me crazy. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe you don't have money. Yeah. Maybe you really can't afford this deodorant that's so expensive. No one has been able to give me a good reason to say, this is why I smell, okay? And we've had a lot of guests on this show, a lot of people on this stage that sit between Esmeralda and oh, I heavens, that yeah. reek. Yeah. And that's why I'm chain smoking. Not because I like cigarettes that much anymore. It's because I just want to get that smell away from me. So I'm going outside to just chain smoke, trying to get my face as smoky as possible, hide in my shitty beard. But it just doesn't work for more than five minutes. Although now that's really bad because we don't have any guests up. So the upcoming guests are going to think they all smell. I, I asked them all before. I went out to them. They all smell delightful. Do we you have, have a smell test? We, we have good smelling guests tonight, which does not translate. And that's the reason why I'm talking about this. I don't know how to say you really smell without deserving a punch because that is a punchable offense. And I would agree you should punch me if I tell you that to your face. So this is just a, a general statement. Why are you smelly, comma, may I help you? I think maybe when you enter a bar, it should be, you know, no shirt, no shoes, no deodorant, no service. Okay, here's the thing. That's, that's good. Unless they're going in to buy deodorant. Yes, but I don't... I, here, we're going to be the only bar in the city that has deodorant at the ready. And yeah, that would be great, though. Here's the thing. We got degree, which is strong enough for a man, but meant for a woman. That's for the ladies. And I then think we that's ha- secret. And, that, and then Sorry. we have an Axe body spray for the men. 
And there's a reason why we have Axe Body Spray for the men besides that it was the cheapest thing available to buy. Um, the reason why we have Axe Body Spray is there's no one that's going to fuck you in a hipster bar if you reek of Axe Body Spray. <laughs> but I'm not going to serve you if you smell like shit. Literal shit. Like crotch rot shit. This is not a euphemism. <laughs> oh you smell like shit. We could change that together, okay? If we unite behind this common purpose... We can make the world a better place. I don't think this is a Democrat or Republican issue. It may be a Tea Party issue. I don't know. Although I like that it, it will um, make them smell good, but then they won't get laid. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> It'll make it... No, trust me. I hate Axe Body Spray. It's awful. It's one you're, of the worst things ever. You're helping out the sad sacks that yeah, way. Yeah, I'm tr- kind of helping out the sad sacks. That's the thing, though. The people that smell awful are constantly getting laid because they're pretty <laughs> hipsters in ugly clothes. You're evening, a, evening it out. Kind of. Um... What if when people walk in, there's literally like a mist of Axe body spray, and that's on the door. Like, if you smell, you will get axed. Like those sprayers when it's really hot out at festivals? Yeah, like in a festival sprayer, you go to Six Flags, I need to cool off with some disgusting mist with an ICP fan next to me. That's okay. (laughs) Now, I have to to, uh, have some rules set up because I occasionally do smell bad. Okay. But that's because I've gone from job to job or I've biked or something. And in the morning, I showered and put on deodorant and it just wears off. That's forgivable. You could carry extra. I could carry extras. And sometimes I do carry extra. But sometimes I just don't have it. I just don't have a bag on me. I don't have a deodorant stick in my pocket. I just don't think like, oh, and that's forgivable. I get that. Because that's just your body emitting smell. And it was obviously from that day. But if your clothes smell like a dumpster and you're an adult, stop it. Okay, stop going to bars. If you're dumpster diving, you can obviously afford to, If you can't afford to buy a Pabst, get the fuck out anyways, number one. But number two, be nice. Be polite. Be polite. Well, that's not a word. Be polite and have your scent ready to go. What do you think, lady? All right. I think, you know, Does if you're going to dumpster dive, dumpster dive in the rich people's dumpsters. Well, obviously, smell we're all dumpster diving in Whole Foods. We're not crazy, okay? <laughs> we're not going to food deserts on the west side we're of dumpster We're not going diving. behind the hungry room. What was that? What does that mean? What? What? It's probably we throw away so many bottles. You drive up to Michigan, you just made thirty dollars. No, but then you'd you you could buy like ten of those ugly sweatshirts all for all the money you get from the dumpster <laughs> in the brain. But you would smell like booze all the time. So that was my rant, and I apologize. And this is not a joke. If you need either of these products, they <laughs> will be up, up here the entire night. <laughs> if you feel uncomfortable because you smell bad. Take me to the side. I'll be outside smoking <laughs> cigarettes, being like an asshole, equally smelling up the place, but that's more forgivable. That's the one problem with this goddamn smoking ban. Everyone smells bad, and now it's really obvious, and it's getting warm. <laughs> you should send a letter to your senator about it. That's the problem. Senators, regardless of where they stand, they smell good, okay? <laughs> Politicians, I don't care if you're the sleaziest, mo- you're, all the, you're obviously the sleaziest motherfucker in the room. You smell good. You could put them in an expose. An expose of scent? Yes. The How senators would, would come in, dress as like sleazy people, and they would know what it smell They would still smell, smell good. Like. They'd still look like last season's J. Crew instead of this season's <laughs> Drake Crew. It would be great. So that's that, and I apologize for my uh, angry behavior. Uh, we have great, great guests tonight. We have Stephanie Keenard, whose name I've been mispronouncing for months now, and uh, <laughs> thankfully she showed up. Uh, we got comedian Junior Stopkin, and we have team band playing up. Playing up. That doesn't make sense. Esmeralda's going to be here all night. I'll be here all night. And Ben Biltman, the delightful Ben Biltman, who has a band. What's your band's name? Cave People. People. Where's your next show? Oh, Michigan. It's in Michigan. (laughs) Where in Michigan is it? Oh, it's at the New Holland Brewery. And trust me, if you're in a dive bar like this, you probably have drank a lot of their beer. Three Floyds? Not Three Floyds. What is it? 
New Holland. <laughs> Because it's named after the city, and it's awful because I know your uncle, and he's giving me a New Holland shirt. So that was just a way to plug it. Ben Biltman's going to play. Before we go any further, uh, Ben's going to play, and we're going to have Stephanie come up. So, uh, Stephanie, you ready to do this? Yeah. I've been talking so fast. You can bring (laughs) your drink up here. Ladies and gentlemen, Stephanie Keenert. Play. Oh, that was good, Ben. Here you go, Stephanie. See, it's good that someone like you on the show, or is on, on the show, that doesn't make sense. Could you use the microphones? Just Yeah, yeah, does that work? Could you hear her at all? People? More? Hello? There Better? We go. <laughs> Let me turn me down and you up. How about okay. that? How are you, Merle? Could you say a word? Hello? We're very well, not professional. <laughs> check, check, check. <laughs> Stephanie, I'm glad that you're here because uh, you're a very accomplished, a very accomplished, I'm so sorry. See, that's why I'm not writing books that people read. I'm writing zines, and that's just a waste of time, let's be honest. Okay. Stephanie, you have two books, and this is why I love having guests that have done really cool stuff. I could put them up on the stage so people can see them. And that's your author photo. Is this creeping you out at all? It's, They're walking. Yeah, it's a little... <laughs> it's great, because this book, is the I Want to Be Your Joey Ramone book, is um, what every female um, and male that's between the ages of 15 and 18 should read. And this is the book that every parent of a 15 or 18 year old, The Ballads of Suburbia, should not read because you'll think that all of your children will become drug addicts. So let's go in order. Um, you wrote I Want to Be Your Joy Ramon. It's a great, great book. What made you want to do that? Um, because I always wanted to be a rock star, but I have no musical talent whatsoever. Have you ever been in a band? No. I, I You had... know that talent doesn't matter when it comes to rock and roll. Well, but it, I, I tried to form a band. I tried to form a few bands when I was in high school, actually, and we just, uh... We just sat around, kind of talked about having a band, and once somebody again. taught me... Ta- somebody taught me a song once, and... What song was it? Um... No, they were trying to teach me a song that they wrote. Oh, it was an original song. It was an original. It was called Napkin Song. Okay. <laughs> That's it was they written went on the back of a napkin. It's a good title, right? <laughs> okay, you grew up in Oak Park. Yeah. A very supportive community. <laughs> sure. Apparently not. Um, what do your parents think of you in the whole writing? They're, they're pleased with it. They're Would very they supportive. Would they be pleased if you weren't published twice by a major publisher? Um, my, my mother would still be very proud of me. My dad would probably be telling me to get a job. How is it to have supportive parents? It rules. What can I say? Um, what are your, you're also a bartender. Yes. Do you do the bartending because it makes you feel good and closer to the people or are books not paying that much? Let's be honest. Yeah. Books are not paying that much. Really? Yes. How much do you make a year and what are your religious beliefs? (laughs) Good Lord. Um, uh, how, how long did it take to write I Want to Be Your Joey Ramon? Um, about three years. Uh, did you start it at Columbia? You went to Columbia. Yeah, I went to Columbia. I started it. Um, it probably took more than three years altogether. Actually, I don't know. Yeah, I started it right when I was finishing my undergrad, and then it was my master's thesis. Um, how many people's master's thesis ends up as an MTV book? I don't know. Not not that many. Not as an MTV book specifically. Did you want to be on MTV books, or is it just happy it just, coincidence? It just happened that way. And um, I, I should clarify, as I always do, that MTV books has absolutely nothing to do with MTV the channel, except we have the little logo. Um, and sometimes they do publish books about like Nikki Six or The Hills. Or my editor just crash edited um, a Jersey Shore quote, Jersey Shore quote book. What's a phone. crash edit mean? A crash edit means that they come and tell her like. Oh, um, we want a Jersey Shore quote book. Here's here's all the stuff. Um, can you can you do that in two weeks? Do Forget get, all your other projects. Do you get free Jersey Shore swag? 
I I don't, but I'm going to inquire about it. Is there it. any way you can hook me up with some Jersey Shore swag? If if I can get it, I will let you know. Do you think the people on Jersey Shore wear Axe body spray? I, I'm betting they do. I'm betting they do. Do you want to tell what the people what this book is about, or would you like me to butcher it? <laughs> um, well, when I explain it, I pretty much just read the quote off the back of it, because they sum it up way better than me. I, I actually like spent that. time and read this. No. <laughs> Either I'm doing this or you're doing this. We're you not you do it. I want right. to see you... I want to see what you up. have to say. Okay, so it's about this uh, girl that essentially has rock and roll in her DNA. She's meant to do this, unlike most of the bands in this city, except Team Band, who's great and is coming up. Do you like that segue? <laughs> there you yeah, go. Yeah, there you um, go. So this, it's, the, it's Team Band, but in one lady. And, um, <laughs> and this girl has a very supportive father and really no mother. And it's kind of about the formation of the band and the rise and kind of fall, but rise of the band. And it's also about her relationship with her parents, which is, it's a wonderful narrative that's woven together that's not annoying. Good. Is that good? good. Yeah, is that's that a good, good plug? Not annoying is an excellent plug. Did you pick the cover for the book? Um, I did not. They picked the cover, but I was very excited about that cover. It's not a bad cover. Um, it reminds me of a lot of shows I saw at Fireside. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It reminds me, people always ask me, like, is that you? And it really could it have could been. It be you. Those, my, I had those boots, and I probably, I probably had those tights and that sweater, too. So. Yeah. I, couldn't, I would not look like this on a book. <laughs> no. No, because sadly, I was the, there's a guy in the book. I'd be the guy from the first band in the book, which is awful. <laughs> and only me and her know what it's about. I'm an abusive boyfriend, Esmeralda. That's what I'm saying Aww. to Stephanie. Really, let's You just love too much. No, I love too much, and it's all about me, me, me. And I'm going to beat the shit out of you, Maybe. <laughs> Does that make you feel uncomfortable that you're sitting this close to me and I just told you that I'm one of the enemies in one of your books? Mm, I don't know. All right, let's go See, to the other book. See, but you're not dating him, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. it's okay. I already abused one girlfriend. I'm good for now. Okay, um, your second book, Ballads of Suburbia, is this more, this reads more like, um, not based on experience, because you do have the, the stuff at the end that says, this did not happen, I'm not on heroin. <laughs> but how many people did you know on heroin in OPRF? Because I actually did know a few as well. Oh yeah, I, I definitely area. like I watched the I watched the rise of heroin in Oak Park. Actually, yeah. Was that exciting? It was highly exciting. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was really fun going on drug runs to Austin. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, uh, if you're not in Chicago, Austin is the neighborhood directly east of the city, and it's very odd because as soon as you cross Austin, it's Oak Park, and it's a bunch of white liberals that think they're not super white and super liberal, but they're actually really just white conservatives, and they're in Oak Park. I'm talking to Merle like this is very important to her. <laughs> um, but no, it's a great book, and it's about... I'm not going to sum this one up because I will really butcher it. What's Ballads of Suburbia about? Um, see, and that's the one that's harder to sum up, so no wonder you chickened out on that one. Well, <laughs> I am not a good writer. I just yell into a microphone and stumble over words. You're the writer. Now make oh, it good. God. All right. All right. It's, um, it's about this girl, Kara, who is always kind of the, the loner type, and when she, goes to, when she gets to high school, her best friend moves away. And so now she's really, really the loner type. And so she starts to meet friends with those other kids who all hang out at this park, Scoville Park, which is a real park where I hung out in high school. Great park. Yeah, it's an excellent park. I, my band played in that park. Oh, sweet. We had a streaker. You had we, a streaker? Our, I was not streaking, <laughs> and we both realized our backs were turned. We were one of those, like, we're sad and angry guitar moments. And I sh we both were like, why the fuck wouldn't we literally kick him off the stage? That would have been so great. I've always wanted to kick a streaker. Off of, a, off of a five foot elevated stage Have That's you ever awesome. wanted to do that? I've, I've never had that urge I've never thought of it 
but now that I'm thinking about it, it would be pretty exciting. I would love for you to have a reading at Scoville Park. Yeah, they, and then just kick a streaker, a off streaker the stage. off the stage, or maybe <laughs> did you know? Did you know Tangerine Man? Um, this name sounds familiar. He was this. He was this old dude who used to like the park had this hill, and this guy would like come and sunbathe in his orange speedo, and we called him Tangerine Man. So you were cool, <laughs> and I see. I wasn't cool enough to know anybody in Scoville Park. I just hung out with her with my girlfriend in high school. Oh, okay. And she was friends with all the dominatrixes and the heroin addicts. Oh, sweet. And I was just there in a Nirvana <laughs> shirt. Ten years too late. It didn't work out well oh that's too bad but yeah anyway Kara goes to the park and she um she she goes through the typical kind of teen angsty stuff bad relationships or families falling apart and she gets hooked on heroin and it's kind of the story of that i read this in line at an audition and it was great because i realized that all these people that aren't on drugs should really be on heroin because their life's already a failure and maybe it would bring some joy to their lives because let's be honest it's like if you're on heroin it's like well i have 30 more years to live but let's just squeeze it into three and make it really fun and accelerated um do you ever think about just walking around to methadone clinics and handing out your books no i haven't thought about that i got a lot that's of a good, good ideas that's a good good idea he should to... be your agent I should not be your agent. You be, yeah, you should be my publicist. You don't even have any Hills deodorant. or No, no, Jersey Shore deodorant. Yeah. I bet the Hills have... I bet they both have spray tan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you look like the least spray tan person in the world. I know. I, you know, so I used mean. to be goth. That's a compliment. You used to be goth? <laughs> yeah. What bands did you like? Let's talk about bands in blacklight. Um... <laughs> You know, the the usual, The Cure, Bauhaus, Joy Division. Did you like that I played The Cure I did. Yeah. I did. That was pretty sweet. And I'm not even that sad, which is weird. <laughs> they're good, though. Robert yeah, Smith, they are Happy good. Marriage for like the last 30 years. You probably know that. Yeah, and it makes no sense. These All these like love songs that are like brokenhearted. He's fucking other dudes and ladies. That's the it's only It's the way. only explanation yeah. it really is. Um, what do you think about the other guys in The Cure? Because they look like they had plastic surgery and don't look like they should be in The Cure anymore. I I haven't seen what the Cure looks like lately. The Cure other other band members besides Robert Smith are kind of interchangeable. Yeah, they are because he's the man. Robert yeah. Smith is a fat fat man with yeah. eyeliner now. It's so <laughs> gross. Always, it's Robert sad. Smith is the greatest and the worst man ever to wear a hockey jersey. He made it popular for musicians to wear a hockey jersey. Was that is it like the Just Like Heaven video when he's wearing the Russian jersey? I think so. And he's wearing like those big ass oh, Nikes. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, he just looks cool. No, he's a fat fuck. He's brilliant. I love him. Yeah. Now he's. Just just fat, but now he's before. I think he was thinner. Yeah, and he did. Yeah, yeah, before he that, be he thinner. was young, and the drugs worked. That's all. Right. It really is. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. Um, are either of your books going to be movies? Because they read like they could easily be movies. Um, I hope so. I'm. I have a friend who's um who's working with a producer, and they're trying to get the first one made into something. But it really should. Do you we'll see? Do you have any desire to write it yourself or make? No, it no, no, no. Why is um, that? Because I wrote it the way that I saw it, and I've taken, like, when I was at Columbia, I took screenwriting and adaptation courses, and, um, you know, my books are, like, 350 pages or something, and I would have to cut them down to, you know, like, a 120-page script would be two hours, and that, I just can't, can't imagine doing that. Did the screenwriting <laughs> class help you become a better writer or no? Um, the screenwriting class, um... I took that I took that out in LA actually and it was really more about learning the business than uh, learning the writing aspect of it so I I like to think it made me more aware uh business wise if my books ever get made into movies I know how it's all going to work. So you went to LA for business reasons. Yeah. Are you glad you did that? 
It was excellent. Really? Do you like LA? Um, I've never been. I I would never want to move there, but um, you know, it was cool to live there for a semester. That was about all I could take. Yeah. You know, pale sunshine. Oh, that's uh. a good point. <laughs> Do you burn in the sun? Um, I not. not you know what? Really. I didn't go for the violent femmes reference right there. <laughs> Blister in the. Yeah, sun. you got it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's basic. That's just a little bit above a Beleno joke. Okay. <laughs> Now I forgot my place in my skull. Oh, that's it. Okay. Um, we, we, I touched upon this earlier. You're a bartender. Yes. Does that help you, um, does that help you write? It does because I get to meet all different types of – because I don't work at a hipster bar at all. So uh, I, I I've need... been to your bar. For Forest Park, that's the hipster bar. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, for those of you that don't know, <laughs> Forest Park is this awful hellhole. Um, that you live in. That, I uh, love Forest Park. Well, let's Have you just, grown okay, to fine. love it? Madison Street between Harlem and Des Plaines is some weird hellhole. Oh, yeah. Full that's of like bars. a frat boy. And that's because land. Oak Park used to be a dry town. Yeah. So all the all the OPRF and Fenwick people, as soon as they graduate and they don't have enough balls to do anything else, they yeah. go between Madison and Des Plaines. They go between Harlem and Des Plaines on and Madison and drink every goddamn night. Did you know Miller Lite is very popular there? It's Indeed. that kind of street. It is. It is. <laughs> Your bar. My bar. My is bar. Not like that at all. Not like that. You're the hipster bar. But it's. But it's not because it's. It's. It's an older crowd. Yeah. And no one really cares, and everyone's really friendly, and like I, I've made friends with people that I probably would have hated in high school, and like if we'd met each other in high school, you know, they would have snubbed me. I would have hated them, and I've made friends with like you know construction workers and I really get to know different walks of life and I think that's a very useful tool as a writer so um, young writers out there I'm, I'm saying go bartend. be a bartender bartend. That's not, <laughs> I, I think it's great I love, I love bars and uh, that's obvious because of my weight <laughs> thanks for laughing in my face literally okay um, what are you, I'm sure you, you've had to have had some blowback from some of your old high school friends from Ballads of Suburbia no, or are they dead? Actually, no, no, they're not dead. So everyone, that, even the people that you base people off, of, don't <laughs> I, hate you. I didn't base anybody off of anybody, though. Really? So wow, you're a really creative person. <laughs> there's like, there's like some like my best friend and I met um, shoplifting at North Riverside Mall, and which I is in that, the book. I use that in the book, but where did you shoplift from? Hot Topic. Uh, no, Spencer Gifts. There was, uh, there was oh, no hot topic back then. North Riverside Mall, awful mall. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was Claire's and Spencer's. There it is. Yeah. Did you get a lava lamp? No, I got a giant tie-dyed John Lennon flag for no no apparent reason. I Did, just stuffed you, it. How did you? Yeah, shirt. I was gonna say, how did you get it out? Well, I, isn't it one of the, one of those like it uh, was like an, it two was, inch by two inch like folded up super tight? Yeah, it was gotcha. folded up, and I just kind of shoved it in my shirt i don't know <laughs> so the, the key to this interview is if you want to be a good writer work around alcoholics and if you want to be a good shoplifter go to hot topic and or no sorry spencer gibson north riverside mall and uh that then you're on your way to success and you will also be on mtv books i can't believe you're on mtv books that's so cool yes i'm not joking um uh bells of a wallflower is, is that the right name no it's um Shit. perks of perks being, of being a, wallflower. a wallflower i'm looking at your book i apologize perks of being a wallflower amazing book uh, Joe Mino's got some stuff on there. It's a great. No, Joe Mino. Well, he had. Didn't he <laughs> no, have? No. What was uh, hairstyles on? That was on um, Punk Planet book. Are you sure? I am positive. I know you're totally right right now. God damn it! I look like an <laughs> asshole. Well, fuck Joe Mino. Okay, so that's another thing. Um, let's close this interview before I insult anybody else that you respect. Um, 
insulting my town, insulting one of my favorite professors. Jeez. Whatever. That school, <laughs> that school didn't let me in, so I got a lot of venom. All right. <laughs> That's not a joke. I thought they were open admissions. Not grad school. Oh, not grad school. I'd be dumb. All right. So, Stephanie, I need you to pick a number between 1 and 260 from the Kids Book of Questions by Gregory Stock, Ph.D., an awful, awful book. 17. 17. Like the Green Day song, who's going to headline Lollapalooza. Ooh. Eyeliner. Who booed that? Who the fuck cares? <laughs> Just don't go. Really? Do you live on the lakefront? All right. Do you sometimes find yourself sitting in front of some awful tasting food you have been told to have eat? Have Jesus Christ. Do you sometimes find yourself sitting in front of some awful tasting food you have been told you have to eat? If so, comma, what is your breast trick for getting rid of it without getting caught? <laughs> what an awful question for a child. <laughs> um... No, I, I'm daring with trying new things. When I was a kid, though, I, I didn't... I, I don't think I had a trick. I just said, I don't want this. And then my mom said, eat a yogurt instead. So you had options. I had so the options. key to good parenting is having a yogurt option. The yogurt option is a good right. option to have. So, Stephanie, like every other guest on the show, you will get a prize package that we're going to present to you right now that Merle's oh. going to hand you. Could you Sweet. hand her things individually? Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, we're going to give you the Bridget Jones's Diary. All right, all right. Because we want to set feminism back a few years, so that's okay, what you get for that. Sweet. You get a, what is that? Is that I, Ben I Franklin? I have no idea. It looks like George Washington. You get a patriot who obviously owns slaves. You can keep that. <laughs> Great. What else do we have? Oh, you get a little bottle of tequila for uh, putting up with this bullshit. <laughs> that's going to help you. Oh, because you're right about music, you get the American Idol card game, one of your favorite shows on oh. television. I know. Whoa. You get a homie because one of your books deals with Austin. So there you go. <laughs> And like all people that love music, you get a Rockstar Energy Drink hat. Oh, all right. Trucker all right. hat at that. Thank you. Now, Stephanie, for the last part of your sentence, you will be playing Bozo Buckets. Do you know what Bozo Buckets are? I do. I was told it's called the Grand Prize Game. The Grand game. Prize Game. It's the best game in the world. And since the show is off the air, I'm using that term and hopefully not getting sued. Sweet. Okay, so Merle's going to take that microphone and that hat, and she will navigate you through the waters of Bozo Bucket slash the Grand Prize Game slash I'm That's Killing right. Time while Ben plays piano. There you, you go, You stand ben. precariously right there. Okay. Oh, do you, Stephanie, do you have vertigo? Sometimes. Okay, this awesome. vertigo on this stage, quite good together. You, you might die, so good luck. Bucket number one. Give her the... No, not... There you go. Yeah, what? Oh, she got it. All right, Merle, you're going to have to... Your prize. She wins a... Puzzle. You win a Japanese anime puzzle. For all the pedophiles that come into the bar, you can give them that. (laughs) Bucket number two. All right, bucket number two. You can do this. Yay! Oh, my God, she made it. What does she win? You get a scantily clad card... Keychain. Oh, Merle, what's today's thing? It's the uh, boob thing? What is it? Oh, yes, boob quake. It's boob quake today. I'm observing the holiday. <laughs> and that's why you want a scantily clad lady. Oh, bucket, yeah, there you go. It all, it all coincides. Number three. Go for it. That's normal. Oh, she's oh. She what does she win? You get a boat. You get a boat. A plastic boat. Hey, let's reference some other comedy that exists that everyone's thinking of right now and not talk about it. Okay, bucket number four. <laughs> what? Oh, she oh my it. God. What did she win? A rock 
pic- the you picture win a, of the rock. You win the rock I'm, on a coin. I'm not even sure. It's like a little metal thing with yeah, this picture on it. We got that from Uncle Fun. Thanks to our Bucket friends number at Uncle five. Fun. Oh, Loser. that's it. <laughs> you All suck. right, Ben, you're good. Stephanie, thank you so much. People could find your stuff where? Um, Amazon, or preferably your local indie bookstore, and just ask them to order it if they don't have it on the shelf. I know Women and Children First always has it. And here's the coolest part. Uh, this Columbia bookstore on Michigan Avenue has the like, cutout of your book like in the window. <laughs> it's so neat to see. So, Stephanie, thank you so much for doing this. Ben's going to play. Junior's going to come up. Team Band's going to play. Everybody, please clap for Stephanie. <laughs> What's the scores, bartender? What? What what time in the game is it? Five minutes left in the second. Still four three Hawks. All right, everybody. Thanks for sticking around. We're still doing this. How you doing, Merle? Good. All right, Stephanie. Thank you so so much for doing this. People should all go find out about you. Hey, it's Kevin McGuire, everybody, who is not on the show. What are you doing here? Have a microphone. Let's make this weird. Yeah. What's up, Brandon? Esmeralda. What are you doing? How's it going? I'm bored, man. What are you doing? I'm doing a podcast. We do one every month. That's boring. Yeah, this is bullshit. Why are you here? Were you sleeping backstage again? No. You live here, for Christ's sake. No, no I do so not. So what do you want to do? Why are right, you here? I'm bored. I think we should play a game. What game do you want to play? Not that bullshit. What? That bozo buckets. That's bullshit. That's not. How is a game bullshit? Let's play, let's play another game. What it's called uh, 10 Questions. Okay. You guys know what that is? Yes, we yeah. went to grade yeah, school. We we right. Well, anyway, in 10 questions, right, uh, I think of something, and these guys have to guess it. And if they get it in under 10 questions, then they win. Well, what do we win? Well, what do we get if we lose? Well. <coughs> what? <coughs> Speak up like a man. Oh, I get your podcast. If Why I do win. you want my podcast? What the fuck? Listen, Brandon, no offense. But you're running this thing into the ground, all right? I mean, seriously, if I had your show with my natural charisma and inquisitive natural nature... charisma. Yeah, I'm very charismatic. Fuck you, all right? See? See? I would be the king of all fresh air rip-off podcasts. Thank you. Thank yeah. You. And then, then I'd get all that sweet, sweet sponsorship money. I don't have any sponsors. No. You don't even have Adam and Eve? No. No. Uh, Fleshlight. No, that's Kevin Smith. Uh, audible.com. Do I look like Ira Glass? You look kind of like a fat Ira Glass. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right. Let's do this thing. All right. You guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Your wiener? God damn it. God damn it. You got it. All right. All right, all right. Two out of three. Best two out of three. Okay. I got the other one. All right. All right. You ready? Yeah, go. Beer. Is it a vagina? It was a vagina, yes, right. it was a vagina. Could you go now? No, I'm not going to go. Fuck you. All right, we're going to do this one more. Fine, I got fine, it. Fine, fine, right, fine, fine. One more. All right, I got it. Go ahead. Your glasses. No. Beer. No. Your unemployment check. No. Uh, the girl that left you. No. The guy that left you. No. Um, all the apartments you've been kicked out of? No. That shrink you were seeing and then she hated you? 
No. Is it your crippling loneliness? Yes. All right. Yes. Come on, Kevin McGuire. You guys are the best friends ever. I really. Love you too. Here's no, a yeah. prize. Go back to sleep. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Have a boat. Do you know what I'm referencing when I say boat? Is it a lamp, maybe? No, it's what? God damn it. Oh, he's still laughing. Thanks a lot. Yeah. All right. Our next guy. Yeah. Why clap for that? <laughs> really? We're clapping for that? That's all it takes to get a clap in this place? Jesus Christ. We got low standards. We do. That's why we love it. All right. Our next comedian or the next guest is a comedian. Um, he's literally made me trickle out a little piss when I've seen him before. He's that funny. I wasn't even drunk. So that's how funny he is. He also scares the shit out of me because he could beat the hell out of me. You ready to do this, Junior? Ladies and gentlemen, one of the funniest men in the city in the world, Junior Stopka. Play, play mine. Will you do some stand-up for us, sir? You can cut it, Ben. Perfect. <laughs> oh. I'll tell you who gives the best head of vagina. <laughs> the title of my book stuff <laughs> it's 30,000 word essay just that phrase cost 1995 on Amazon <laughs> <laughs> That's a song my grandfather used to sing. It's called Let's Hide Under the Barn so the Russians don't kill us. <laughs> Remember that in the 30s? People got down. <laughs> I'm at the CVS is getting my nine dollar pack of cigarettes, and one of my hobbies is I like to follow women. Oh. <laughs> so I'm on my way over there. I see a lady reverse following me. So I'm thinking, what kind of game we playing here? All right, we'll do this. She starts looking at me like this, starts jogging away like, so I'm a woman, uh-oh, right? <laughs> and then she trips and falls on her own shoe. And then she starts crawling away from me like this. You see how I'm doing this? I'm crawling away from Junior. I'm a woman. And you know what? I did murder her. You don't disrespect me like that, all right? I'm a nice guy. I go to anti-cruelty center by cats. I buy a new cat every day. I got 8,000 cats. Nice, nice, nice cat man. <laughs> I had to get this new cat because my old one got ran over. But don't feel sorry for that cat. That thing was a pedophile. <laughs> this thing would follow kids around the park all day, trying to lick them. <laughs> I know what you're up to, Whiskers. And you ain't fooling nobody. We gotta stop these pedophile kittens. It's time for change. <laughs> Just like Barack Obama said in his speech smoke marijuana every day till you're dead. 
I'm pretty sure he said that. I don't, I don't read Google. Horrible publication, Google.com. Ugh. But people say, legalize, we want legalize marijuana. Yeah, legalize marijuana. Right? <laughs> I agree with you, but some people shouldn't smoke weed at all. Like if I'm on an airplane, I don't want to hear. Ladies and gentlemen, this year, Captain speaking. <laughs> I am fucked up. buttons <laughs> I'm going to just push them I don't know if you look on your left hand side you can see an IHOP because <laughs> we're still on the ground we're going 5 miles an hour <laughs> and I want pancakes <laughs> yummy yummy pilot pancakes yummy mmm Say, if you're an astronaut and you smoke weed in space, I don't think you'd be that surprised that you're floating. <laughs> or maybe the trip is opposite in space. It's like, dude, I feel like I'm on the ground. I can remember everything. <laughs> My keys are right here. I got them right here. Look at it, I got them. No, no more tank for me, Neil. I'm full. Moon boots, moon boots. <laughs> Who taught me that impression? The greatest impressionist ever, Mr. Frank Caliendo. <laughs> the greatest impressionist who doesn't sound or look like anybody. <laughs> He's here tonight. He's disguised in the back row as that painting. <laughs> Just look at the real fat guy in black and blue makeup. <laughs> you are not Kramer, Frank TV. You are not him. We know you're here, Frank. I don't like you, Frank. P stop pretending you're that stool now. You're just a fat guy bending over. That is not a good stool impression, Frank. Let me tell you something about this girlfriend of mine. First of all, she doesn't exist, so she won't suck my dick. She's got no lips or a mouth. She's not cooking or cleaning because she's devoid of a body. Invisible, this fucking broad, huh? That's what they are, broad. They become invisible. That's how they are, you know? <laughs> I, had a, I had a breakup with this girl I was stalking. This was, uh, this was hard. I said, I don't, know how to, I don't know how to tell you this, but I'm... Uh, I'm kind of stalking this new girl, and uh, she stole my heart. She said, who are you? I said, don't make this harder than it has to be. She said, well, fine. Stalk that other bitch. You will never find a better stalking victim than me! I said, uh-oh, psycho. <laughs> no thank you, Bill Cosby. No thank you. Bill Cosby wrote that joke. 
after I sat on his lap, pretended I was seven. That's what I do. <laughs> Get on my lap and do the stalking. That's what you do. Huh? <laughs> drinking? I love drinking. I love getting drunk. I like the morning. I like sober apologizing in the morning. You got to go up to people. Hey, sorry for telling you exactly what I think of you. <laughs> That's my. Oh, what? I, I'm in love with your girlfriend. What? Now, who would want a smart, beautiful woman? Get out of Get out of my house, huh? <laughs> what? Uh, look at this fake smile. Say, <laughs> so if you own a backpack out there, I hate you. Everybody who owns a backpack thinks this is magical hit-your-arm device with no consequences. I'm on the L train and just 50 pounds of hipster comic books just smashes into my chest. I like to carry a pair of nunchucks around just swinging around going, I don't understand personal space! Is this attached to my body? I can do whatever I want! No consequences! I don't know where I am! And if you know how to play the guitar and I come by your house, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I'm just over here to smoke your free drugs, drink your free booze, and then you're like, oh, that's an excellent acoustic rendition of Mama Said Knock You Out. <laughs> wow, talent. Are these free? Ooh. Mm. Excellent. Ah, oh, boy. This is all science, guys. It's science. I woke up today, what I thought, science. That's what I do. I went to Triton College. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Triton Junior College, where they taught us lottery scratch tickets 108. <laughs> Be a winner. Scratch as many as you can. This asshole came to me and said, you know you got a better chance of getting hit by lightning than winning the lottery. I said, no shit, I got a better chance of having herpes than being a homeowner. Don't rub my face in it. <laughs> I got to do scratch tickets and the baby Jesus. How about that baby Jesus? And we got any baby Jesuses here tonight? Oh, hi. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Baby Jesus, are, I don't like the fetus Jesus. You ain't got fingernails, you ain't dying from a sense. <laughs> you ain't got a fully formed liver, I ain't eating your baby bread body. <laughs> <laughs> So I like the adult Jesus. He's healing people drinking wine off of Mary Magdalene's ass. I want to hang out with that guy. <laughs> oh, boy. Jesus was, was, was Jewish. Have Raul, you know? Jewish. Sometimes I got a lot of Jewish atheist friends. But they're still Jews. That is, that is the HPV of all religions. And by the sword of Judaism, your children's children will be Jews forever. And by the Seinfeld crystal. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld is a Jewish Highlander. That's my point. This goddamn Jehovah's Witnesses keep stealing my Mary statue. I'm sick and tired of this shit. So I set up a booby trap. Bought this beautiful, beautiful, luscious Mary statue, all J hold out ready to steal, right? The Jehovah's Witness came. 
A net came down on top of him. I tied his ass up. I got all my friends together. We celebrated his birthday. <laughs> you want some more cake, motherfucker? It's your favorite. Yeah. Oh, you can't go on field trips? We're going to the zoo. I know you like monkeys. Monkeys, you're, oh, you're getting a blood transfusion. I, want, I know you like being healthy and, and, and going to the zoo. But if you're gonna if you're gonna coitus a woman, <laughs> as we say, as we all say on Belmont, I'm gonna coin that phrase, coitus single woman. <laughs> I don't even know what it means. It has something to do with poetry. If you're gonna coitus anybody, coitus an Amish girl, all right? Just so you don't have to use a condom, because that's technology. <laughs> <laughs> And she's like, well, can you pull out at the last second? I'm like, actually, I'm Catholic. That's against my religion. <laughs> and then we make butter like this. I want a big, sexy butter arm. That's how I like my women. <laughs> and an 1802 dress. That's hot. Oof. God damn it. Mm, look at that. <laughs> Dating. Dating, a topic undiscussed in comedy. Dating, <laughs> they're scared to, not me. Dating, took this date out on a date. This was a date. The lady said, hi, big boy. I'm a woman. Mm. I'm here for your date, big boy. Hi. I hope no clever shenanigans happen. Hi. Mm. Yeah. Ooh. Wow, I hope I'm not the lady you murdered in the previous joke. Mm, hi. Ooh. So I took this date on on a date with the date date. She says to me, I will never have sex with anyone ever again until I'm married because I believe in the sanctity of union when two souls become one. I said, well, thank you for telling me that. Now get the hell out of my gazebo, you homeless robot woman. Yeah, I got a gazebo. <laughs> and it has flowers. What kind? We got begonias. <laughs> we got a few lilac. We're trying to get chrysanthemums, but the seed ain't taken. My flowers. I love them. Give me my flowers. Stupid robot woman. <laughs> talking to my best friend Lamont Sanford from the hit television show Sanford and Son. He's my best friend. He says, Junior? I said, what's going on? Lamont Sanford from the hit television show Sanford and Son and my best friend. He said, if you could go back in time and kill the Hitler, would you? I said, yes, I would, but now you got a bigger problem on your hands. You got a time-traveling baby murderer. And that shit ain't gonna get me into DePaul University. <laughs> you're stupid, Lamont. You're dumb. <laughs> no, you're wrong, you idiot. <laughs> oh, man, DePaul. Oh, God. Oh. I love watching women jog in DePaul University. Mm. Zagat, four stars. Go to. 
<laughs> Paul University. Mm. I like to watch him from my sniper post. <laughs> A.K.A. Love Bungalow is like, yeah, girl. Mm. Yeah, hi. Mm. Hi, it's me from the conservatory. Big boy here. <laughs> They got blues bars in uh, by DePaul and Lincoln Park over there. What better place for a blues bar than some yuppie college town in Lincoln Park? <laughs> what do you got to be blue about? My roommate ain't on my organic Whole Foods turkey blues. Nat, 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 nat. The ficus tree is almost dead. <laughs> you guys know that BB King original? And they got the gay neighborhood. They got the gay neighborhood. You guys know these gay people walking around. How you doing, gay dude here? How you doing? Hey, it's me, gay dude, gay, gay. Hey, hey, get the fuck over here. I'm going to give you a kiss on the cheek. How about a hug and a dance? I'm a human being. All right, gay dude here. You guys know these gay people. There's a lot of anti-gay people out there. The gaysists. <laughs> you know these gaysists walking around. Not gay here. How you doing? Not gay. Get over here. Let me give you a kiss on the cheek. How about a hug and a dance? Not gay, human being too. All right, not gay. I'm still sad gay people can't have children. Get to work, scientists. How long does it take to put a functioning uterus inside a dude? You can make a baby in a test tube, put the tube in the dude. This ain't the medieval times, Barack Obama. What I'm saying is we got to legalize gay test to baby marriage. If you don't agree with that, then you're not fucking American. P.S. 9 9-11. 9-11. 9-11. 9-11. 9-11. Let's go, Hawks. Oh, oh shit. Please let that be the. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much. How you doing? What's going on? I'm good. How are you? Very good. You're very funny. Thank you. <laughs> You're very intimidating to look at. I, I'm just a, I'm just a big teddy bear wrapped in a uh, gacy body. Yeah. <laughs> How do you have such long, luxurious hair? I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Women's fear sweat. <laughs> I wash my hair with that and Purell. It's a secret. You wash your hair with Purell. <laughs> it kills 99% of all the <laughs> evidence from my body. Um, do you find it odd that no one else is like you in comedy? That no one could write for you? <laughs> You're the funniest motherfucker but it's very intimidating to go, hey, I got a joke for you, Junior. <laughs> You're very. How the. That's an awful question. I like. People but, do come up to me and say, oh, Junior, I got, a, I got a great joke for you. You're a murdering pedophile rapist. <laughs> and I go, dude, man, dude, that is a great idea. And I write that, down. that is a good joke. Well, you uh, haven't always been a comic before you were no. a comic. I don't know. You tell me. You were a boxing instructor. No, I was a boxer. You were a amateur boxer? boxer. You were an amateur boxer. I was an amateur boxer. Why did you do that? I I stink at life. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing else I could do. Um, no, it's, I, I always loved boxing as a kid. 
How do you love boxing as a kid? Um, like, it's not like there's a lot of youth organizations with boxing. No, like there Little was, League. No, no, there wasn't at all. I was remember watching uh, Why World of Sports. I don't know if everybody remember Why World of Sports yeah, yeah, yeah. on Channel Seven. They showed boxing fights and they showed George Foreman versus Ron Lyle. Which was uh, in the 19th. This is when Foreman lost the title, and he was. I don't know what the fuck happened. He became a Christian after he got knocked the fuck out or something. Yeah, after. Uh, yeah. I didn't know he became That's a Christian. That's why he quit. Yeah. And then he re. Yeah. He, he's he's like quit 10 old. years off. Yeah, yeah he's he old as 10 shit. years off. But that's yeah, what I he's thought old it was. as shit. He's just old. But those are just two big uh, fucking dudes, and they were just no boxing style. They were just hitting each other. I'm like, oh, that's cool. You wanted a piece <laughs> of that. Yeah. It's almost. It's very like. Uh, I don't know. If you watch a fight, you're like, you become very like, I get him. You become like ape-like, almost like a monkey. Do you still want a box? No. Why? Because you woke up? <laughs> yeah. I figured, wait a minute. I don't have health insurance. <laughs> Did you get That's hurt? expensive. No, well, I got cut on my face a lot. Okay. It's <laughs> so a major injury. You got a pretty face. It doesn't look like it's, it's pretty, been cut right? Oh, I got some cuts here. How many, you, you got a broken nose at one point. I got, yeah, they broke my nose. Um... My lip. Is it nice knowing eye. that you could beat the shit out of anyone in any bar that <laughs> no, you're in? No, I don't want to hurt anybody. I love people. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you're, as long as you're white. No, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. So just look to your left, and you got a lot of anger going on. No, I love everybody. I love. I, I honestly do love everybody. All I right. wouldn't hurt anybody. Uh, you just opened for Doug Stanhope at I the late Doug. great uh, Lakeshore Theater. Yeah, it's how closed. was that? What Doug. an awful question. How was that? <laughs> How was it? It was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> eh. Apparently, you're his new favorite comic. Stan, I don't, you know, Stan Hope is like, uh, I don't know if you ever meet, like, uh, like, Stan Hope was one of the guys I kind of looked up to. Yeah. Um, and uh, you expect, like, this guy's to be an asshole, you know? Sometimes you meet, like, I met Tony Kukoc in, like, seventh grade or something like that. <laughs> He's like, no, I do not sign for people. I, this is a bad Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. Or I don't know. And then, uh, but Stanhope, like, you come up to him, you're like, oh, how you doing, Doug? And he's like, hey, man. And then he's just the nicest guy ever. This is, like, really makes your heart smile. Who else is your comedy idols? Bill that, Hicks. Bill Hicks. Yeah, you got the Bill Hicks thing. I like Red Fox. You're funnier than Bill Hicks. <laughs> I, yeah, but Bill Hicks, like, uh, he, trans, he like that style of comedy, you don't know how difficult it is just to say that and, like, not give a shit what people think. And, Do you uh, give a shit what funny. people think? No. <laughs> so, obviously, you nailed it. It's great. Let's plug some of your stuff. You're part of the Comedians You Should Know. It's you mm-hmm. and eight other comedians. Yeah. It's every Wednesday night? Yeah. At? Timothy O'Toole's. Which is in a weird part of the city. <laughs> I'm, I'm not actually, I just... I'm part of the show, but I'm not part of it. You're on the website. <laughs> I'm on the website. I basically I my pictures just, on it. I and think I they're using do. you. Mm, you think so? I do. You're hey. the funniest guy on that bill. <laughs> I've insulted seven other people I know. <laughs> I was like, all right, a free picture, I guess. <laughs> I and you, do you also work with the bootleg guys too? I do. Yeah, that's every Tuesday night. Yeah, I like that room a lot. It's, that room is great. I was there for the first time. It's in Lincoln Park, which is an awful neighborhood. But um, <laughs> what it is? It's an all, it's part of your bits. It's awful. It's an awful neighborhood. <laughs> God forbid you go somewhere safe and won't get stabbed. It's that kind of neighborhood. But the room is great, and everyone I saw last Tuesday was hilarious. And uh, if you're out in an open mic, you've inevitably seen Junior at one thirty at night, <laughs> the only comic making other comics laugh, which uh, quite amazing. Um, do I make you feel uncomfortable? Doing no, this? never. Okay, you make my heart smile. <laughs> You like that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's true. 
All right. Uh, Merle, you got anything to add, or else I'm going to close this? Well, I wanted what we learned yesterday about Junior that he cooks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had two comics over last night, and they go, you know who's a good cook? Junior Stopka. And I go, will he murder me? And they go, maybe. So they said, why are you such a good cook, and or will you make me food? Um... Uh, You're broke, aren't you? I'll make. I'll bring I'm, the ingredients. You make it. I can make. I'm, I'm good at making pierogies. Oh. I can make. Uh, Sweet or savory. Uh, what the hell is the difference? <laughs> <laughs> Sweet or savory? You know, uh, meat ones or, or like. Oh, oh, sweet oh ones. I can make anything you want. <laughs> broad. Yeah. yeah, it's me, Chicago broad woman. No. <laughs> uh, I love Chicago broad women. Chicago the broad. Oh. All right, let's uh, let's let's close this interview because okay. you're way funnier than me, and I feel inadequate. All right, this is from the Kids Book of Questions by Gregory Stock, PhD, cool. Junior, one to two hundred and sixty. Okay. Uh, the, let me see. If my favorite number is six. Six. Why is that your favorite number? Uh, that was the happiest age I've ever been in my life. That's good. It's good to remember that. Yeah. You should start doing more drugs. Okay. <laughs> One I day do. your father gets a really weird idea and dyes his hair green. Uh-huh. Knowing everyone would be looking at him and snickering, would you go to the shopping center with him if he wanted your company? <laughs> well, looks like he'd been dead for 10 years, so... <laughs> so your Maybe dead if I father, color, your if dead I color his hair green. All right, I'll bring a zombie. I'll bring my skeleton <laughs> zombie father to Kmart. I guess. Oh, and, oh, you can go to a shopping. Hey, center. it's two dollars on uh, fucking Little Caesars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where, now. where should people find you, Junior? Um, I'm. I, I got this website that is. Uh, <laughs> I'm making this. Uh, well, listen. Uh, next week, I'm having a Bill Cosby water balloon war and barbecue. <laughs> no, no, no. This isn't a joke. There are T-shirts that you made for this. I got this. This is real. <laughs> this, is, this is not a joke. People, every time, they're like, are you kidding? I'm like, yes. I I do have Homer Simpson slippers, and I smoke on my porch. That's what I do. <laughs> and people are like, ah, he's doing a joke. No, but this is real. If you guys want to come out, I'll give you a hot dog. Um, if you're a good woman, uh, <laughs> uh, and we got the uh, we got the trophy. I made a trophy. It's called the Filled Flour and Filled Ball Trophy. And uh, like I said before, sit on my lap and let's cheat on my wife Camille. All right, let's do good that, night. ladies and gentlemen. Please, please clap for Junior Stop. Go buy him drinks. He likes his whiskey. Ben, you ready to play? Everybody, stick around. Team Ben is coming up. Clap, keep clapping for Junior. Thanks for sticking around, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, Ben Biltman. Please, please clap for Ben Biltman. He's in a very good band called Cave People. Stop playing. Uh, he wanted to end on a cadence, and uh, I've been playing in bands for about 10 years. I have no idea what that means, and I'm proud of you that you do, Ben. Okay, so on stage right now are Chad and Greg from Team Band. Say hello, people. The microphone's in front of you, sir. What? Oh, hello, hello. Hold on. I know where the mic is. You can go with your candy. It's fine. All right. Okay, so I've seen Team Band for the last... How long have you been there? Five years? Four years? 20. 20 years. <laughs> Going on 20. I've seen you guys, and um, you, you seem to be miserable people off stage oh, and completely. the happiest people on stage. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that would be true. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> if you can describe Team Band in a sentence, it could be a run-on sentence, what would you say? <laughs> well, um... Arty, for a lead singer, snotty, you should really snotty, know. You snotty, should know how to use a microphone, for Christ's sake, lead yes, singer. Yes, yes, snotty, snotty would be my first remark. Team band is Art. a bunch of people who are miserable but happy when they're on stage. Oh, that's good. That's good. We uh, light, 
like light. What? I need light. You need light? Yes, in order to exist. You need vitamin D to exist. I, uh, Someone just said yes. Apparently, so, yeah, we agree with I it. I just had a doctor, actually. Say that you're lacking vitamin to D. To verify that, verify that fact. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Okay. You're going to say something, sir. Grape. Um, <laughs> we say grape or rape? <laughs> Which that? one? Grape rape? Whatever. Grape <laughs> oh, This is not going well. Okay, let's try to make this better. Um, you guys are one of the most fun bands in Chicago, but you seem to hate a lot of bands in Chicago based in your music. Like we you're the song, we don't Steal hate. Your Song. Oh, no, no, no. And you have a lot of songs about how hipsters suck. We don't hate. What do you do? You don't hate a player? We just I, play I hate other bands. You hate other bands? What I band mean, do you like? Let's give some compliments out to another Chicago band. A Chicago band we like? Yeah. Oh, oh it's so hard. <laughs> um, you can't think of one Chicago band that you like. Um, <laughs> Neither of them. You really have no idea. <laughs> is, the Office. Is, no, is, uh, uh, is, shit, is Creed from Chicago? Oh, come on. <laughs> Local H. Local H. Pitchfork. 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 I love is my favorite Pitchfork. band. So we've learned that, that you love Pitchfork. Is my favorite. Pitchfork songs are. Very I give good. them a seven point six. Yeah. Which uh, ironically a ten. Yeah. Is Lady Gaga <laughs> from Chicago? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You know, you're never going to play Lollapalooza with that kind of talk. Yes. <laughs> no, we know exactly. We were all lined up until that came out. I know. What's the one advice you can give to bands? Get a fridge. <laughs> I would say get a fridge. Get a fridge for the rehearsal space? Yes. That's a good... Inv- Number one is get a fridge. Second is uh, an ice maker. And then you get plastic cups. You then, a- you, then you get a mixed drinks. Wow. You have yeah. the best rehearsal space in the world. Oh, we have the official uh, Margaritaville uh, <laughs> margarita maker. You're making this real hard. You guys know that, right? <laughs> well, I mean, just, no. to, just to be fair, you did start with, you guys seem miserable. You do. <laughs> yes, but on stage, come on, I am miserable. At least I'm honest. I'm uncomfortable this. because Chad is just is itching to get to his guitar. Just, we can't stand to just not to play. I love that attitude. That, that was such a cheesy response. But we will. We will. Of course. I, uh, I'm, I'm looking at these Bozo Buckets, actually. Oh, you want to move on? Let's do that. No, I, I don't want to, <laughs> but I am... I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I'm making the executive I'm, decision. Here. I'm thinking about it. All right, and Chad and Greg. I, I also have to say that I've enjoyed the show completely. Thanks. You don't. You're already, okay. Whatever. Yeah. Um, a liar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh, ooh, yeah. See, like I was waiting till we got to this. All right. This is from the kids. I was <laughs> trying to think of a good number. All right. Well, you go first. Pick a number between one and two hundred sixty. We each get to say our you own each number. Get to have your own number. Oh, see, this is even better. I thought, I, respect- I thought I was having to compromise on Chad's number. No, no. Yeah. Greg, 1 to 260. The longest I'm pregnant I'm going to go pause. with 118. 118. Yes. That's All the right. uh, start of my number at work. Whose room would you most like to spend the afternoon looking through? Pretend you had permission to look at all the private possessions of that person. <laughs> wow. Mom. Wow. Whose room? <laughs> private possessions. Room. Things. Really? You don't know? No, I, I, I think I do know. There's this, there's just, there are just so many possibilities right now. Think I, of one. Wow. Of one? Oh, my gosh. And the tamale guy just walked yeah, in. Yeah, Claudio. Everybody clap for Claudio. <laughs> Literally making the city a more delicious place every He was number six on my list. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Room. 
person, possessions. Or we're gonna skip you. I, I'm just gonna go with the Little Mermaid. The Little Mermaid, because <laughs> she has everything. Is this during the when she has legs period of her life? No, or no, this is no. literally under the sea during her big gigantic. Have a good song. night, Claudio. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. The Tamale Man, Claudio. So the Little Mermaid. All right, your turn. Yeah. One to two hundred and sixty. I went 202. 202. 202. 202. If a friend threw a party and didn't invite you, what would you do? Kill him. Okay, so murder. <laughs> All right. I knew the answer before the question. That's an easy one. Do you have a real question? All right, team band's going to uh, be playing a little set for everybody, uh, so keep listening for the home listener, viewer, listener. And um, But before we do that, yeah, yeah, we're going to yeah. give prizes um, or complimentary gifts to a team band and also to Junior. So, Junior, if you can, could you come back up here? Thank you so much, Woo. Junior. I would have gone through Junior's room. Yeah, Junior's room with the be- reward money. Yeah, would be amazing. Wait, Junior, <laughs> you, you just figured out where you're playing next. Where, where are you? Where are you next tomorrow? Could you give that microphone to Merle, please? All right, all right, all right. So, Merle, you have gifts for Junior. Could you please present him those gifts? We have Sir Thomas More's Utopia. Whoa, I never read. That's good <laughs> that you don't read. That book will get you laid, though. Oh, really? Because you'll look somewhat smart and/or right. tortured. Do I look smart? You look brilliant. Okay. And here's a statue of a man in a fez cap. Yeah, we got that. Tommy Cooper? What? Tommy Cooper. Com- Tommy Cooper. He was the guy that died on stage, and people were laughing at him. You never heard of him? No. He was doing comedy, and he collapsed with a heart attack, and people went, ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> and then, and then uh, a guy uh, had to do stand-up, and his feet were sticking out, and they had to drag him out. So that's a pretty death story. All right. We gave you a homie. Okay. Oh, I love homies. That's right. What else do we got? Uh, oh, we gave him a cigarette uh, case. Oh, I need those. Because you're a class act, yes, and I you am. deserve a classy thing. Thank you, thank you. What else we got in there? Yeah, oh, he gets a little bottle of tequila. Thank you, thank you. To make the drive home more fun. This is gonna be and the grand prize, a cap from DePaul University, your favorite oh! college. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so Junior, you're gonna play I, Bozo Buckets real quick. I just, just want to say that, that this is uh, this is my dream come true to be on the Bozo Super Sunday show and play the grand prize game. And uh, I just want to say that my favorite kid of all time was the guy who the first bucket Bozo would come out. I, I, I'm not John Wayne Gacy. Like, you know, right? <laughs> and the, my favorite kid was the guy, the kid who uh, missed the first bucket. Yep. And then he looked like a retard. Yep. And then Bozo said, don't worry about it. We'll get you pineapple juice. Can we get a Mr. Pure pineapple juice? And then nobody ever wins the red bike. So here we go. All right. Junior, bucket number one. Junior Stavka. Bucket number one. Oh, my God. Did you just... That went in. Yeah, but it came out. Are we going to give him pineapple we'll juice We'll let him now? try again. Oh, I'm the retard now. You're the retard. You just told the story. <laughs> All right, let's try it again. Ben, use your knees, sir. Use your knees. There you go. Okay, got it. All right, Merle. Anime puzzle. You get an anime puzzle. Now make a joke. All right. All right. Bucket number two. More like Anna Gay. <laughs> he said more like Anna Gay for the people that don't have microphones in front of them. All right. Bucket number two, Junior. Oh, he got oh, it. He made it. Naked he, Lady Naked Keychain key for Tit Day 2010. All right. Bucket number three. Thank you. Third. He you wins. The, um, the metal thing with, uh, I believe, is the Undertaker. <laughs> you get an Undertaker thing. Yeah. yeah. All right, bucket number four. Hawks are still up 4-3. <laughs> oh, he made it. 
Yeah, what did he win? A little boat. He wins a boat. Now travel. This one's hard now. Bucket number Bucket five. Bucket number five. Oh, Holy shit. 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 It's Babar. <laughs> Babar. You're gonna, I, if you get pulled over, you're going to jail tonight with all that shit in your car. <laughs> Bucket, Bucket number six, the grand prize. Oh, oh my God. Holy Give shit. Give him the mug. He won the grand prize. You get a new kids on the block coffee mug. <laughs> oh. Because he's got the right stuff. He is the first one to hit the he six bucket. He is the bucket. first. They are appearing at the venue in Hammond, Indiana. They're also going to be at Ravinia this summer. And uh, that's not a joke. No, the Ravinia, the classiest place to get drunk on a lawn. New kids on the block will be there. Um, that's, you know what? That's, that's poetry because Junior tonight, as a gift for being on the show, gave me a VHS tape of New Kids on the Block. Not a joke. It's uh, for those of you that don't believe me. Our great piano player Ben is putting it right there. I'm not going to read. It's for our it. deep-seated love. There you New go. kids on the block. So uh, Junior, get the Hang fuck off the stage. You're the funniest going. man in Chicago. Please don't ever box me. You'll win. <laughs> All right, Team Band, you guys ready to do this? All right, Team Band's go going to play it, Bozo Greg. Buckets. Merle's going to talk in a microphone. It's going to be weird and awkward, and I'm talking to kill time. All and now right. she's bending over on tit day. So enjoy the show, everybody. <laughs> you go. I like objectifying my co-host. All right. Bucket number one. Bucket number one. Oh, they got oh, it. you made it. Unlike Junior Stopka. There's your... Who had to have seven chances <laughs> to get your, six. There's your little anime puzzle. Have an anime puzzle. Now fuck Bucket. a child. All right. Bucket. Number two. I need new jokes. Here we go. He got it, oh, everybody. Did it. Do you like the Toronto Blue Jays or are you just a hipster? You're wearing a Toronto Blue Jays shirt. Uh, yeah. Hipster? Hey, hipster, please. It's your song. I referenced your song. What did she win? Naked Lady Keychain. Keychain Naked Ladies. A hipster? It's totally ironic. We're making them into hipsters Wait, 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 wait. wait. How is it a Naked Lady ironic ever? Think of the irony. There is no irony. I'm well used to think about this. It's just great. Bucket number three. Bucket number three. Oh, they made it. What did he win? Get a boat. Have a boat. And it just all right. Don't. That's okay. It's it's fine. Bucket <laughs> <laughs> number four. And he made it. What's the hawk score? Hawk score. Hawk score. Somebody. What? How much time's left? Four minutes left in the. You hawk get score. a uh, picture of Kane. Kane, the wrestling guy, whoever that is, who is know. rumored to be the brother of Undertaker. <laughs> oh, really? That's a fact. Bucket number five. Oh, he made it! You also get a babar. Babar. I really hope you guys are into role-playing sex and use all of those things later. Figure it out. And bucket number six. I think the backboard's helping. Oh! That's okay. That's okay. You'll be able to play some rock and roll tunes and feel better about your huge failure in bucket number six. Are you ready, sir? Ah, fuck it. You don't get to play anymore. You took too long. You want to play or no? Yes. All right, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. We'll give those to the band. Hold on. All right. Are you ready to go? Sure. We should have had more balls so Merle doesn't have to keep bending down and showing tits to everyone. <laughs> I, I apologize, Esmeralda. Oh, that's one all right. Ball. Just one I brought ball. it on to myself. <laughs> all right, bucket number one. Hey, you got it. Yay, you get a puzzle. Don't throw it at me because that's. I'm miserable. <laughs> you look great, sir. You do. You look great. You, you, no, I'm not joking. You pull off that cardigan awfully well. I'm not joking. You look great. He's a grandpa. Are you a grandpa? Sure. You're a goddamn stylish. You're like a Clooney grandpa. 
<laughs> fucking chicks left and right. Bucket oh, number boy. two we got. Nickelodeon keychain. More shit that you know about. Puzzles and keychains and stuff. Thanks to the people at Uncle Fun. <laughs> Bucket number three. Have another the boat, boat or something. Got this memorized. Bucket number four. He got it. This game's too easy. Triple H. Triple H. Who is still wrestling. Still wrestling. That's what I was hoping for. Oh, Oh, you suck. How does it feel to lose? Feels real good. Especially since everyone was doing much better. Yeah. We were hoping for a streak and you ruined it. I did it for them. Yeah, I don't think you were doing it for anybody but your selfish self. All right. Thrive on miserable. Since Team Band is uh, the musical guest here, we're going to. Could you give me the uh, record, Smurl? Yes. We're going to give them. uh, Each person in the band gets two seven inches. What do we got here? We got. uh, Do they also get. um, Oh, they all get. Yeah, they all get tequila. But uh, you get Sons of the Pioneers with Tumbling Tumbleweeds. Um, you got Fair and Young with Hello Walls. That's when you're listening to music alone and sad. You got Fleetwood Mac with Songbird and Dreams. Ooh, yeah. I know. That's the cocaine record. Minutes. Two minutes left. You got Connie Cato with Super Skirt, the next song team band will cover. You got uh, the Bengals with Walk Like an Egyptian. That just happened. And you got Dan Seals with One Friend. Like one goal, Chicago Blackhawks. Um, you get... Tears for Fears, The Big Chair, and Shout. You know, it's Tears for Fears. Come on. No, no, no. That's too good. And you get Artie Shaw and his orchestra with Begin the Beguine. I can't pronounce words. And Temptation. So that's for the band to divvy up. Uh, Ben, could you come up here and play some piano for everybody? Ben. Ben's been playing piano all night. Yeah, but you've got to keep going. I know, but the band's going to set up. So stick around, everybody. Um, don't leave. The back patio is open to go smoke. Um, drinks are super, super cheap. Team band's going to play. Thanks for uh, sticking around, and uh, we'll be right back. Go Hawks. Clap, please.
warmed up a little bit now. We'll get to the meat of it. Uh, we're gonna play maybe. Uh, uh, okay, there we go. We have other various things to work. Thank you. 
Yeah. 